0: Nurses, when the magic has been lost in your nursing career, you can indeed get it back. Let's discuss letting the nursing career magic out of the hat right here on episode 144 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here, as always, to share education, inspiration, and ideas that'll get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of podcasters over at PulseMediaNetwork.com. Please check us out, and I want to remind you that if you write... A rating and review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, it really, really helps the show reach other people. If you could do me that favor, if you could do me a solid, if you really like this show, if you feel like you get value from it, please consider writing a rating and review over on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Let me know you did, and I will give you a shout out here on the show. I'll even read your rating and review right here on the show even if it's negative. So please go ahead and do that for me. I would really appreciate it. And if you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along over at nursekeith.com forward slash episode one, four, four. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here. So let's dig into today's topic. Come on in with me to the studio. Folks, on January 22nd, 2018, I published a blog post over on digitaldoorway.blogspot.com called Letting Your Nursing Career Magic Out of the Hat. It was actually inspired by the image that I found to use for this blog post. You can go over to Digital Doorway to check it out. There will be a link to the original blog post in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 144. Well, can you believe it's episode 144? I'm having a hard time believing it. We are going to surpass 150 and get very close to episode 200 in 2018, though I believe episode 200 will probably drop in early 2019. But we are getting there, publishing about 50 episodes a year. So if there's things you want to hear me talk about, please let me know because I need your ideas and I need your feedback and input. I would really like your feedback and input about this show and about the nursing career magic and where you feel you are on the continuum of having some magic in your career. Now, when I say magic, I don't mean that magical, supernatural things are happening in your career. I mean the magic, the joy, the spark, the things that really make your career work for you. You know, one reason I wanted to record this podcast episode today is that I'm hearing from a lot of nurses who aren't feeling the magic. And there are plenty of reasons for that. And I know I've talked about these types of subjects before, but I'm always looking for new ways to spin it, new ways to perhaps reach segments of the audience who aren't quite hearing the message yet. If sometimes some of these subjects seem redundant, it's because I'm trying to find a new novel way, new novel, that's kind of redundant, isn't it? I'm trying to find novel ways to cajole you into injecting energy into your career. You see, so many of us kind of glide along. We're kind of just doing our thing, getting up in the morning, going to work and coming home, feeling miserable, and we can only feel miserable so long. A nurse reached out to me just yesterday. We had a really wonderful 30 or 45-minute conversation about just this topic. She feels like her joy, her magic of her nursing career was like this bathtub filled with wonderful bubble bath. And she was swimming in the joy of her nursing career for a number of years. And now it feels like somebody or something pulled the plug and she's left in this dry, cold tub of her nursing career, shivering, feeling like, what happened? I was bathing in all this wonderfulness and now I'm sitting here shivering in a cold porcelain tub and nobody's around to help me. There's no helping hand and I don't know what to do. I don't want you shivering in that cold porcelain tub. I want you to be able to pull the rabbit out of the hat. I want you to be able to create some magic in your career, create some movement and energy so that you feel like something is actually happening. You see, the Puritan work ethic... Is very strong in the United States, whether we are Mayflower descendants or not, or descendants of the pilgrims or not. And I actually have some friends whose family's ancestors were on the Mayflower. But I digress. There is a time in our careers when, yes, the magic is gone, but that Puritan work ethic, that work ethic of Putting your nose to the grindstone, of grinding it out, of continuing, putting your head down and just plowing forward because your family needs the money, you need the health insurance. I understand the arguments, I understand the reasons why we continue going. However, we need to think about when the magic is lost, the toll that it takes on us is sometimes incalculable. It can manifest in chronic pain chronic stress-based illness. It can cause us to actually get sick. It can also cause anxiety, depression, traumatic stress. If you're in a really unhealthy, horrible, negative workplace culture where maybe there's lateral violence or bullying or intimidation. And when you get to that point, there might be a point of no return where the burnout settles in, wreaks havoc with your adrenals, and your health is shot. You're getting sick all the time, Your social life takes a dive, your family life takes a dive, and you are sacrificing so many aspects of your life on the altar of a career that's not working for you. Does this sound familiar? Sacrificing your life for a career that isn't working for you? We can't continue to do this, my friends. And the reason I'm talking about this today is because I get emails and calls pretty much every week from nurses who fit this particular model. It's frustrating for me, but even more than frustrating, it's sad. It makes me feel really sad for those of you out there who are suffering and not getting support. That's one reason I want you all to support the show, share the show, do a rating and review on iTunes so more people can find the show, so that people who need to hear these messages will hear them and maybe transform their lives even just a little bit. When our careers feel lackluster, because either our current specialty or practice area just isn't doing it for us anymore, or we're working in a workplace where it just sucks, where people are negative and frowning and unhappy and bullying each other and just not cooperating. So when you're in a workplace, situation like that, that can definitely take the shine off of the allure of your nursing career. And then it just starts to feel like a job, a job that's actually a slog. And I know a lot of you out there are working really hard. You're supporting your families, you're raising your children, you're supporting your elderly parents who are aging and you need to be there for them financially or personally or otherwise. You're putting yourself or other people through school, including your children. So I understand the stressors of 21st century life. I am in it with you. I am in the weeds. So I understand what it's like to be in the weeds. But if you're in a workplace that is beating you up and beating you down and really destroying aspects of your life and your well-being that you would prefer to hang on to, and I hope you want to hold on to your well-being and your, the lifestyle that you really want to live, the optimal lifestyle that you strive for, sometimes you have to take radical action. And I've talked about radical action here before. I've talked about guerrilla networking. I've talked about taking chances. I've talked about reaching out to people and really putting yourself out there and putting yourself on the line. Sometimes we need to do that. I also want to point out that the career magic can be lost, like I say in the blog post, when your personal life has changed. So take a second right now while you're listening. Think about when you first became a nurse. If you are already a nurse, maybe you're a nursing student, you can also do this exercise Think about, for those of you who are nurses, when you first became a nurse. What was your life like at that time? Did you have children? Were you married? Your parents, I assume, were younger than they are now because they're probably older now than they were back then, right? Or maybe someone in your family has died. Maybe you've experienced some traumas since that time when you first became a nurse or when you entered nursing school, however you want to look at this. Examine your life, even write down. A list of what was happening in your life at that time. What were the things you loved? What were the things you spent your time doing? What were your aspirations and goals at that time? Now, if we fast forward to now, you've been a nurse maybe a year, two years, five years, 10 years, 20, 30, whatever it happens to be. Now, look at the things that are happening in your life now. What are the energies running in your life? I'm sure it is very, very different. When I first became a nurse, it was 1996, my son was 13 years old, almost 14 years old, so he was in high school. My wife was on her way to start grad school, I believe, or she was somewhere in the midst of in between her bachelor's and getting her master's degree. We had a circle of friends, we owned a house, well actually we didn't even own a house then, we bought one of some years later. Our lives were very different. We had different priorities. We had a child in high school. We were thinking about where he would go to college and what his life would be like. And we were looking at the short term and long term that we wanted for ourselves individually and for our family as a unit. Fast forward to now. My son is now married. He is happily employed in Boston doing great work. His wife is well. They are completely financially independent. Hallelujah. And we are facing aging. I'm now 53, my wife is 58 going on 59, and we are staring in the face the prospect of becoming dum 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 senior citizens. So we are at a very different place. So where are you right now? It might not be exactly what I'm talking about here. Maybe you're 35 or 40. You're at a different life stage. So examine where you are and where you were. And now think about what have you lost in the interim? What is the magic that's leaked out? If someone pulled the plug on your metaphorical bathtub, what are the things that went down the drain that you didn't want to go down the drain? When you figure those things out... You can then begin to plot a not-so-magical strategy to bring back the things you've lost and even more exciting is to create the vision of what it is you now want that didn't exist before. So, of course, you can bring back the things in your life that you wanted before. They could be travel. They could be volunteering and doing mission trips around the world. It could be running a marathon. There is a lot of nurse athletes out there. Maybe you want to do a yoga teacher training. Maybe you want to take a painting class, whatever it happens to be. Maybe you want to go back to school to get a degree that has nothing to do with nursing or healthcare. I would actually consider that myself. You have to assess where you are. In the current time, in order to be able to assess where you want to go. And like I just said, you also have to look back at the past and see the divergence and also see where things are aligned with the past. Some of your goals from 20 years ago may be exactly the same now. I actually do have goals from 20 years ago that I'm still waiting to fulfill. Maybe I've partially fulfilled them, but there are things I need to do before I die. I have not done them yet. That could get us into a whole discussion of your bucket list, your personal bucket list. But we're talking more about your career right now, and you may have a professional bucket list as well, like doing that mission trip to Haiti or going to an international nursing conference in London, whatever it happens to be. So, the first thing I want you to think about doing, if the magic is gone, I want you to look for and find people who are doing things that you think are really cool. Maybe you want to talk to my friend Caroline Cardenas in San Diego, the hula hoop girl, who I've talked about before. Maybe you want to see how she's cultivating joy in her life. And actually, While doing all her hula hoop work to help nurses prevent burnout and work with women with breast cancer and everything else she does that's so magical, she's also getting her PhD in somatic psychology. Caroline is an example, a glowing golden example of a nurse who has taken what she loves, which is embodiment, what she calls body play and joy replenishment, bringing it into people's lives, and she has decided that even though she's a nurse, she loves nursing, she loves oncology, she loves working with her patients, she's decided to get a PhD in somatic psychology so that she can take her nursing, all of that nursing knowledge and the stuff that she's learned over the years as an amazing nurse specializing in oncology, she can also take her joy of helping people to experience their bodies through hula hooping and ecstatic dance, and she's going to marry that with somatic, that's body-centered psychology, so that she can have a practice helping people dive even deeper. Because nursing teaches us to support people, you know, we use motivational interviewing and all those different skills we have, but she wants to go much, much deeper with people so that PhD in somatic psychology will help her get there. And help people on a deeper psychic, spiritual, and psychological level. That is an example of a nurse who is seizing the bull by the horns, finding the thing that really brings her joy. And she is right now in this moment, pulling the rabbit out of the hat, creating that magic in her life, reinfusing her life with something that brings her joy that's actually gonna create an amazing new chapter in her career. So there's a really good story. There's a really good example of someone who is doing that. And you can go to the thehulahoopgirl.com just to check her out, see these wonderful photos, look at the drop-down menu about her services and her work with nurses, and even her thesis, her master's thesis on the use of hula hooping for the prevention of burnout in nurses. There's an example of someone who is doing great work. So you can reach out to people like Caroline. You can reach out to other nurses or non-nurses doing really great work in the world, not because you want to copy what they're doing to get the magic out. You actually want to just get a little slice, get a little piece of their energy, not to take it from them, but you want to be inspired by them and say, wow, if Caroline can do it, If she can create this incredible path that maybe no one else has ever done before, maybe I could do something different. Maybe that will bring the spark back. And that is what I'm talking about today. What I'm talking about is finding the place where the magic is for you. Right now in my career, part of the magic for me is this, podcasting, standing here at my desk, talking into the mic telling you stories and trying to get you to feel my excitement that something can be created in your life that will move the needle for you in a big way or even a little way that will bring a little more joy and a sense of accomplishment and inspiration into your life for me standing at this mic is one of my joys the other joy is standing on stage and talking and inspiring nurses in various places all around the country and eventually all around the world. That is one of my goals, is to speak on stages all over the world to nurses and to help bring the messages that I have to share. Just next week, I'm going to San Antonio to speak with the National Association of Hispanic Nurses' annual leadership conference. I'm going to talk to about 100 Hispanic nurse leaders from around the United States and some from outside the country, and I am really psyched because I can bring my message to them. So those are the things that I'm creating to bring myself joy. I don't necessarily expect that you want to get up on stage. Polls show that public speaking is a greater fear for most people than dying. I am not that afraid of public speaking, and I'm not afraid of dying either, but I'd rather get up on stage than die. But you know what? Woody Allen once said, I'm not afraid of death. I just don't want to be there when it happens. I actually want to be there when I die. I guess I will be, but I digress once again. You can talk to people. I also really encourage you to go to conferences that will bring you some inspiration if you can afford the time and the money and the resources to do so. I know it's hard, especially when you work really hard, you work full-time and you have children, can be difficult. Getting to a conference can be great. A lot of people like to go to NTI, the National Training Institute. It is probably the biggest nursing conference in the United States every year. There are, I think, three to 500 concurrent sessions throughout that weekend. It blows people's minds, and I hope to go in 2019. I hope to actually speak at NTI. It is run by the American Association of Critical Care Nurses, I believe, the AACN, and it is supposed to be mind-blowing. So if you want to get infused with some energy, I would recommend considering NTI, the National Training Institute. However, you can also join me at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference. It's usually in October. We're going to be in Las Vegas this October of 2018. Usually it's in Vegas, though it was in Florida in 2017. Go to the places where there are people doing interesting, cool, novel, inspiring things and hang out with them and talk to them. Just be a sponge. I want you to be a curious sponge so that you can bring something inspiring into your life. Now, of course, you can talk to people, you can do informational interviews, you can shadow a nurse who does something really cool. If you're thinking of becoming a acute care nurse practitioner specializing in trauma like my friend Sean Dent, then maybe you want to shadow Sean Dent or someone else and see what they do. Put yourself out there. Your life isn't going to change by you sitting at home lamenting, wondering what happened. If you're wondering what happened, that's great because you're starting to ask questions. But after you've done enough wondering and lamenting and thinking, you need to actually take some action. And if you need help, if you need me to give you a little kick in the butt, to light the fire under you, reach out to me, keith at nursekeith.com, or give me a ring or an email or a text. And we can have a chat because maybe all you just need is a couple ideas to get you going. And that's why people reach out to me from all over the country and actually all over the world. I'm in conversation with a nurse in Nigeria right now who wants to become a nurse entrepreneur. And there are no role models for her in Africa at the moment. There aren't any nurse entrepreneurs she can find. So she's looking to the United States. She's looking to people here to give her some inspiration. There's a perfect example a nurse who lives and works in Nigeria. She wants to do something new. She's frustrated. She wants to create something inspiring. So what did she do? She started Googling. She found me. She sent me a message. We're going to connect on WhatsApp and we're going to have a conversation. And hopefully, maybe that conversation could change her life or at least change the trajectory of her nursing career. The other thing I recommend is seeking opportunities to use personality inventories like the Myers-Briggs or other tools like the DISC assessment, which looks at your motivators, the things that motivate you to do what you do, and strengths finders and all other sorts of tools that can measure aspects of who you are and why you are and what you are and why you do the things you do. If you want to do a DISC assessment, which looks at your motivators and also the ways in which you communicate and how you could become a better communicator and learn more deeply about yourself. I can hook you up with someone, J. Stephen Levin, who can help you do that. It is an amazing process. I've done it. Some of my clients have done it and have been very satisfied. I can even get you a couple testimonials about the process, and you will learn a lot about yourself. So if you want to invest a little money, time, and resources in figuring out who you are at this stage of your life and what makes you tick, the DISC assessment's for you, and you can talk to me about it. So folks, curiosity is one of the keys to self-knowledge. If you can remain curious, you can look more deeply at yourself. If your curiosity has been dimmed by the fact that you're working in a workplace that has beaten you down and you feel like a welcome mat for all the other clinicians and people and patients who are walking all over you, well, a little curiosity and self-knowledge and research might move the needle and get you to the next place where you need to be. You could be having moments of doubt. You could be having moments of energy and excitement that you don't know what to do with. So when you're wavering, when you're feeling like, oh, I'm stuck, I don't know what to do, that is the time to reach out. That is the time to start moving the energy. Because when we're stuck, when we're feeling trapped, when we're feeling burnt out and there's nowhere to turn, that is stuck energy that we need to move. Now I'm talking like a holistic nurse. If you need some inspiration in that way, go to the American Holistic Nurse Association Annual Conference. Get an infusion of that type of talk, that type of energy. You need to move things. The wind needs to blow through the house of your career to get out the dust and the stale air so that you can build a new house for yourself. So folks, when you're doing this type of work, when you're doing this inner work that I've talked about before, be prepared for surprises because your curiosity, your sponge-like curiosity may lead you to places that you didn't expect. Going back to my friend Caroline Cardenas, the hula hoop girl, five, six, seven, eight years ago, did she think she was going to get a PhD in somatic psychology? Probably not. I'll have to ask her that question. Probably not. I would say... Probably absolutely not. Does that make sense? Probably absolutely. Probably not. Anyway, she probably didn't know it. And it came about because her curiosity, her desire for self-knowledge and to bring something new to the world led her to this place. So she is a shining example of a nurse who's creating something new for herself. And it is not easy, let me tell you. She is working damn hard. And it's a tough road to do something new. And you don't need to pave an entirely new road like Caroline is. She's doing something extremely radical. It doesn't have to be radical. It could be becoming a nurse practitioner. It could be anything. It could be becoming a nurse cartoonist, whatever it happens to be. But you need to find the place where you can pull the rabbit out of the hat and get the magic back into your life and back into your career. Well, friends, there is another diatribe for me from episode 144. Again, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 144. And you can find a link to the original blog post to read about. Letting the rabbit out of the hat and creating more magic in your career. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, and I encourage you to take inspired action. Yes, inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and development. Remember, you need to be curious. You need to get out there. You need to make it happen. Please make note that I'm now on Facebook Live pretty much every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Make sure you change your settings on my Facebook page, Nurse Keith Coaching, so that you're alerted when I go live, because I do sometimes do spontaneous live videos. And did you know that you could become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show? That's right. Join Wendy Davidson, Scott Sullivan, Bradley Sandoval, and Christine Robertson, and others who are patrons of the Nurse Keith Show, sharing just a little bit of their resources with me because they value what they learn here on the show. Go to patreon.com forward slash nursekeith. That is P A T R E O N.com forward slash nursekeith. Consider pledging five, ten, twenty dollars a month for a period of time and getting some great prizes and thank yous from me in exchange. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of the podcasting group. My thanks to Tim and his team at the podcasting group for helping me make this show what it is. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Speeson. Hats off to Mark for being here for me for so many years. Sign up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave me a message by clicking on the pink banner on the far left side of the homepage. And remember to visit pulsemedianetwork.com and listen to the other podcasts in the network. So folks, stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career, and tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying and inspired than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, stay curious, create success, seek joy, and keep in touch. Adios till next time from beautiful and sunny Santa Fe, New Mexico.